Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. More about Rock Auto later in the show. Your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. I am your host, Carlin Gonzalez. You probably know me from Twitter at SumDude88. That's S-U-M-D-O-O-D-88. Or you probably know me from my other podcast, the Weekly Nightly Podcast, where I've been covering the Golden Knights for about two and a half years now. Uh, so today is Thursday, game day, game six. The Golden Knights are in the brink of elimination uh, for... The first time, well, the second time, technically, uh, this postseason, uh, we did have to play game seven against the Minnesota Wild uh, in round one. But uh, right now, this is not a win or go home. Situ- uh, I mean, for Vegas, it is a win or go home uh, situation. For Montreal, it's not yet. Big, big, big game. Uh, Vegas has to win this or, I, in my opinion, the season has been a total waste. Huge pressure on Vegas, and I, I for, in this episode, I just want to really talk about uh, some optimism, some pessimism, and talk about what Vegas can do and what do they need. And and and, and it's been repeating. Uh, I've been repeating this for a few episodes now. Uh, some of these stuff, but they haven't shown up yet, right? First of all, Vegas needs to score first. That's one of the biggest things I've been talking about. I've been preaching. They did it, I think, twice. No, I think they just once uh, the series and they lost that game. That was game three. I thought they played really well. And then for some reason, uh, Flurry kind of really goofed that game. I can't really blame it all on Flurry because if Vegas had a two on lead instead of a, uh, I mean, yeah, if Vegas had a two-goal lead instead of a one-goal lead, they could have won that game, even with a flurry goof. But that's here, here uh, neither here or there. Vegas, point black, needs to score. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't even care anymore if they score first. They just need to score a lot. Uh, Montre- uh, it's going to be easier, though, uh, if, Mo- if they get the first goal. But is Montreal, like I said... This whole series, they're really good playing ahead. Vegas needs production from their top six. We said that Patrick got a goal. Vegas needs to uh, not leave their goalie hanging. It's all it's all been said. It's all been said. It's been it's been the same thing. They need to work on their power play. It's all been said. What what? There's nothing a lot to say about it anymore. I'm just repeating myself now. And, and the bottom line is Vegas just needs to show up. They know what to do. I know in that room, they're saying the same thing. They need to find a way to score goals. You can't, you can't win games if you're scoring one goal a game. Unless your goalie has a really good game. Which, I mean, Flurry has been pretty good. Other, that one mis- other than that one mistake from game three, I really can't put the series on him. To be honest with you. And that's another question. Who is Pete going to start tonight? Is it going to be Leonard or is it going to be Fleury? He's not going to tell you until 
I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. You'll probably find out now. You're going to find out who left the ice in Morning Skate first. That's the first indication of who's going to start uh, that night. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't really work because Logan, Thoms- uh, Logan Thompson uh, left the ice first on Wednesday. Uh, and uh, he didn't start. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's It's crazy how... I watch other. I was watching the Islanders in Tampa Bay game today, right? And uh, the Islanders forced a game seven. But what I took away from that game is it's crazy watching other people, uh, other teams' power play, and how much better it is than the Golden Knights. You, it, it's not like some i know i know there are a certain amount of golden knights fans that are new to hockey but it doesn't take a new fan to see if you watch them side by side the 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 tampa bay or even the islanders power play and you watch them side by side with the golden knights heck you can you don't even have to look far look at montreal's power play and you and you compare them side by side with uh, the golden knights power play God, it's 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 sad watching it. I, I feel sad about it because I wish I have that kind of power play, right? Now, Vegas, I still I think is still the favorites to win game six. I know I don't know. Um a lot of a lot of fans right now are giving up hope. Uh I'm not gonna give up hope until the uh the the last game is played and uh i talked about this whole postseason about adversity the golden knights are and 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 uh, and killing demons right adversity and killing demons well there's this is another opportunity for the golden knights to kill one of those demons the golden knights are 2-0 when they're facing elimination that's not game seven that's not game seven i don't count game seven when they had with their chance to be eliminated they are 2-0 uh the first one was uh against uh Washington in the Stanley Cup finals in the first year and the second time was against Dallas uh last year Vegas can change that narrative tonight uh with a win and force a game 7 and I don't think Vegas is going to have another no show on 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 T-Mobile Arena if they force it to a uh, game 7 uh we need Mark Stone to show up uh tonight. We need Pacioretty to show up. And here's the kicker too. That fan base over there at Montreal is gonna be extra jumpy. It's actually a holiday in Montreal tonight. If you if you guys don't know that. It is Saint Jean Baptiste Day over there. It's uh it's a holiday that was brought in by the French celebrate uh saint jean baptiste and they're gonna be looking for an excuse to party in montreal uh vegas needs to find a way to uh ruin everybody's day over there in montreal that that what what would be great if it's all if all the french canadians in vegas scores yes that includes mark andre fleury <laughs> That would be great, right? If, let's see. If Marcia Roy, and Carrier all get a goal on St. Baptiste Day, 
ruin Montreal's day, that'd be great. Um, but it's a tall order. A lot of, like I said, a lot of fans uh, lost faith in uh, the Golden Knights with the way they played last game. And uh, like I said, I'm not sure if they are favored to win this game or not, but you know where you can find out? You can find out at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Hockey and basketball are deep in the playoffs right now, so track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and information for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC and MMA action. Before the next puck drop, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the greatest sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams make the runs for the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. I still do have this reckless optimism for the Golden Knights. Call me a fool. Call me whatever you want. Uh, but this team, like I said, is more resilient than a lot of people give them credit for. They were down 1-0 against the Minnesota Wild, blew a 3-1 lead, and just dominated Game 7 against Minnesota, right? And then they went on to Colorado, considered probably the best team and the highest odds to win the Stanley Cup uh, before the playoffs. Went down 2-0, lost the game in just a devastating fashion, 7-1, got really their butts kicked. And the next game, Vegas lost the game they should have won. And then they won four in a row. Now, Vegas was that... uh won the first game in Montreal against Montreal. Then they're down 2-1 with in the third period. 2-1 is series. And then 2-1 in the third period. Scored a goal to tie the game. And won it in overtime. If that's not resiliency, I don't know what is. Uh, what happened on Tuesday, I don't know what that was. They didn't show up. They can't. We can't have that again. Obviously, right? We need our stars to produce. We need Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty and Chandler Stevenson to show up. The misfit line has been good, but could not finish their chances. Hopefully they're due and it's about time they should be able to get some goals. Alex Stuck needs to find his touch again. Wa and Yanmar keep it up. Fourth line, yeah, um, keep doing what you're doing, I guess. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you contribute, right? The defense, I talked about this uh, yesterday. I think Nick Holden, it's Nick Holden's time to sit down for a bit and go check, uh, give Nick Hague a chance. Big body uh, in front of the net uh, has a higher offensive upside than Nick Holden and could probably use him in in the power play too. I don't know. I don't know the I think I think the power play is beyond repair right now. There it's just so bad. So I I'm wondering what changes Pete DeBoer is gonna bring uh tonight. Uh 
I I was talking about this on Twitter with a few people. Uh, where when you look at the other side, what's really frustrating me, what's frustrating me personally is uh, when I look at the other side and I see two young players being one, probably the best duo in this series, Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. And, and don't worry, this is not about how we should have kept Suzuki, whatever. Uh, I, I don't like that hindsight. Um, because if we traded Cody Glass instead of Nick Suzuki, we could be right now. We could be talking about Cody Glass tearing out, tearing up the Golden Knights, and wondering why Vegas will will won't play Suzuki on our side. But that's not that's not my argument. Uh, I think it was still the right trade. I think uh, the trade is a win for both sides. Uh, but my my point here is, Nick Suzuki is drafted in 2017. Cole Caulfield drafted in 2019. Vegas has two prospects, two high-end prospects that they refuse to play also drafted in those two years in Cody Glass and Peyton Krebs. See, I, I don't know what the health is for Peyton Krebs. What the health, uh, what like if he's healthy or not. He is skating, wearing a bubble. But I want to see a bottom six of Peyton Krebs, Cody Glass, and Alex Tuck for the third line. And the bottom line would be William Carrier, Nick Waugh, and Keegan Colasar. Or you can even put Noshek on the uh, left wing instead of uh, Carrier uh, in, for, for more uh, skill. But you lose, of course, you lose physicality, but you still have Colasar in there. Let's see what that does, right? Uh, see what Krebs, a high, the high skill of Krebs and Cody Glass can do to help Alex Tuck. Oh, I totally forgot Yanmark. You know, you could put Yanmark, sorry. Fourth line of Yanmark, Wa, and Kolasar. That's what I meant. Uh, and that's a really deep line, I think, in my opinion. Uh, what's frustrating me the most is the fact that they're just not, they're too afraid to play the kids. I understand Kolasar and White Cloud are technically rookies, but they are older rookies. Nick Haig is the only one they have trusted the whole season and they're not even playing them playing him right now. While if you look at the other side, they have Kotkinyami, they have Suzuki, they have you have um Caulfield. They have all young kids there and they're cont contributing. Like, why is this organization so afraid to play their young kids? I I, I don't get it. Like, what's there, there's there's not much like, we're we can't score right now. What's there to lose? Right? I well, I guess, you know, <laughs> the series, I guess. But if they given Krabs, well, they did give Krabs a shot, they got injured. But Cody Glass is what really irritates me the most because I thought his last two games that he played, Minnesota game six and the last regular season game he played against the Kings were, I thought, two of his best games that he played. Uh, we lost that game six against uh, Minnesota, but I thought Cody Glass was like the only one that was generating offense. That was a really bad game for from everybody else. Maybe they can use the spark from Cody Glass. 
right? I know that uh, Pete, a lot of people here uh, th thinks that Cody Glass is already a wash up. There's uh, fans so that every time I post about something about Cody Glass, they reply to me saying, no, he's a bum. He's a bust. Uh, he's not good enough. I, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, give him a chance. I've seen him play a lot. Uh, he, when he was in the AHL this year, I've seen him a lot, uh, play a lot. He's most of the time he's on the ice. He's basically like the best player on there when he's on the ice. Him and Dugan are pretty much playing, playing, uh, they were like men against boys down there. But it's just annoying to me that this franchise refuses to play the kids with high upside and high skill. And they, until recently, they kept trotting out Ryan Reeves over there uh, that has little to no offensive upside. I understand, like I said, I understand what he brings to the table. His physicality, his intimidation, and all that. But my issue, it, it, I think it's just me personally because I love the, the development part of hockey. I, I like following prospects and how they develop and how they grow. That's why I watch the AHL. That's why I watch some of the junior games. And that's why I talk about prospects a lot. And I know that's not a lot of people's cup of tea and they want to win now but seeing what i see from cody glass i think he can uh contribute uh into this uh lack of offense that we have especially the power play our power play looked the best when cody glass was in there but i i don't know i'm not the coach uh peter Moore knows more hockey than i am I'm not denying that but this is just my opinion so there's that. Uh, I want to continue talking about the game tonight and how important it is and uh, the what the Canadians have been doing. I think what I've observed, what I've watched, that, that is really giving Vegas the fits. But before I do that, uh, let me tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have the computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Go explore our easy-to-use website today and find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. So Montreal, I've thought I've said this this whole time, where they are a very good defensive team, and they clog up the middle, they clog up the blue line, and Golden Knights are having a hard time breaking through. 
Montreal's most of Montreal's goals are from the counterattack on a breakaway or an Adman rush. Vegas needs to figure it out. They were really good in games one, two, and three, and then it's been all Montreal from there. Vegas stole game four, Montreal stole game three. Now Montreal is up three two. I was I was praising Vegas uh, for being able to play all kinds of different styles that and, and whatever it is they are able to adapt, and they haven't shown that yet. This the series. Vegas needs to really uh, stop trying to carry the puck in. Montreal has been really good at that. I, I, the only person I've seen being able to carry the puck in is Alex Tuck. Just dump and chase, win the puck battles, and that's been the biggest key is they've been losing the puck battles. They can't maintain offensive zone uh, time. Uh, and once they do, Montreal has been really good putting, uh, clogging up the passing lanes, clogging up the shooting lanes. And uh, I, it, Vegas just needs to move, move them away from those movement. Vegas, when they're set up, they're very static. They're very, it's kind of like your power play. They just try to pass, move the puck around. But when, when you're standing still and being static, the goalie and the defense will know where you're going with the puck. There's no unpredictability in your game. It's very predictable. They know where you're going with the puck. They get there and they block the shot or Carey Price makes an easy save. The, the goal by McNabb in game four, Carey Price had that shot. It just leaked through him. It was Carey Price normally doesn't uh, give up those kinds of goals, uh, but Vegas got lucky. We cannot rely on luck. You got to generate your own luck, as they say, right? Vegas needs to just be a little bit more aggressive. I, I've seen a few times where there's a chance where the uh, forward, a, a forward, had a chance to kind of push a little bit more, but instead they're very concerned with going on the back check that they back off a little bit and go, have the puck uh, get uncontested. Uh, they're a little scared that there's going to be a breakaway on the other, uh, going the other side, which I understand. But right now, we need to score. Vegas needs to score. They need to be a little bit more aggressive. And it, it, even even though they're already pretty aggressive, that's why uh, they already uh, gave up a few Adman rushes, right? The goaltender tonight, I don't know who's going to be. It's probably going to be Flurry. My guess, it's Flurry. Because... Uh, I don't think last game was his fault. A lot of people blamed him. A lot of people thought that they should have started Leonard. Uh, those goals were not on Flurry. Uh, the team in front of him just played like crap. And uh, it's hard to... Uh, a lot of people don't just... I, I don't know what people... Why people think it was on Flurry. I, I, I can't... It's not on him at all. So my guess is it's going to be Flurry again. Uh, if it's Leonard, I'm fine with it too. Uh, I trust both goalies. I've said this this whole time. You have two elite goalies and uh, two amazing uh, goal. Yeah, two amazing goal. We have two amazing goalies, and I trust both of them. 
that's my that's my that's the thing i wanted to say uh but that's that's it for me today it's a little bit short there's not much to say i've been repeating myself this whole time and vegas just fails to execute they need to execute okay let's finish up hopefully we see them again in t-mobile arena on saturday but if you want to listen to the perspective of the montreal canadians go check out the locked on canadians uh in the locked on podcast network available in all your podcast providers or if you want the national perspective go check out uh locked on nhl and we just came out with a new podcast for the kraken the locked on kraken hosted by erica and you should go check it out uh listen to the hear about the newest team where the golden nets are no longer the newest team on the block next season so go check that out and go check out my other podcast the weekly nightly podcast also available on all your podcast providers uh and that's it for me like i said hopefully i'll be talking uh, my episode tomorrow is talking about the game on saturday and not about the off season uh that's it I still don't know how to end a podcast, so thank you for listening.